0: Disclaimer. This is a work of fiction. Names, character, businesses, places, events, locals, and incidents are either the products of the author's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any incidents are either the products of the author's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons living or death or actual events is purely coincidental. Demir opened her eyes, but couldn't recognize that place. She knew she was at the palace, but that was not her room. She looked around until reaching the balcony, from where Stephen was coming in. So it wasn't a dream. She had married the Outlander Prince. He wasn't handsome, but he perspired masculinity. She was now officially chained to him, also aiming on the new adventure they were about to begin, traveling to new places, knowing a new world. I know that you want to say your goodbyes, but we must leave today. The sooner, the better, said Stephen. I know. Things must be ready by now. My mates work on that. So, after having some breakfast, I guess we'll be taken to the train station, answered Demir. No, I came by line because, uh, doesn't matter why, we'll travel by ship now. Okay, tell that to the servant who must be out of the door. I'll call my girls to have me ready. How many of them should I take? What? <clears throat> well, if necessary, uh, take just one. But you could be provided of a cortège, once we reach the realm, M- my, my realm. Every servant was running across the halls. Once the word of Princess Demi Ribi was spread. Some tears fell off as there were some sad faces with this news. There were only the four at the dining room. The dukes and the princess. The tension there didn't allow any of them to move freely. Even the grains of salt falling could be heard from the silence that reigned the room. I think it's a good day to sail, said the duke. There are no clouds within sight. Yes, dear, said the duchess, while taking a piece of fruit with her fork. So send some news of your arrival, and let us know when everything is set up for us to come to see you, Demir. You will be more than welcome in a few months, Perhaps for the first of the first hair, or the second, don't rush, interrupted Stephen. Demir took a big loud breath. (sighs) Take good care of the garden, and and remind the grower to plant tulips before winter. Even though I won't be here, I want to imagine how the tulips can be seen from my room's window said Demir. Yes, dear, said the Duchess. Demir and his sister let out many tears as they hugged the bye at the dock. The ship was almost set. Iria, the maid, was beside the princess when the sailor gave her a sign. She told Demir that it was time to board. She got in the boat, waved goodbye to all the people at the pier, walked to the boat's row when she couldn't distinguish them more to enjoy the ocean's breeze for a while as the sun set down. Then she went down deck and locked herself inside her chambers, instructed Idia how she didn't want to be bothered. Not even by Stephen. That night, Stephen found it difficult to get some sleep. Among the waves of the sea and the thought of Demir, her hair, her skin, her smile, and how she could have. An innocent face one moment. But give orders in a very serious tone the other. Thinking on the suave, artfulness of her body. When seeking and giving pleasure. Made him erect instantly. To liberate himself from that. He needed a cure. Since he was an adolescent. With her in his mind. He freed himself of the pain down his lap. The next three days, Demir stayed all day within, letting in only some food at times. But that was it. Nobody but Iria saw her. By the afternoon, Stephen was notoriously anxious, mad. He couldn't even think clearly. It was still day when he began drinking himself to sleep. But before passing out, drunk as he was, he reached the princess chamber and knocked. Temir, Demir, are you okay? He kept knocking. Please forget what I say back there. They can come whenever you want. It's just that Ah uh, forget it. He made a pause. Demir Demir Good night. <sighs> Early in the morning, Steven woke. When the empty bottle of the bed's headboard fell off on his head, wetting him with the remaining drops. Stumbling, he got up the bed, went to the boat's kitchen to grab a bite, walked the coop for a quick breakfast, went back to his chamber to take a shower. When he came, Out of the bathroom, he saw Demir laying on his bed, wearing a semi-transparent robe that only covered her breast and her lower, showing her soft legs. All his body arose quickly as he strolled closer to the bed. She opened her raiment, getting ready to receive the man's love. Before anything, maybe I could tell you. You don't have to say anything, the man said as he began kissing her mouth. He kissed her all anxious, too hard, too wet, jumping out the foreplay, reaching to his goal, testing her feminine flesh. As she sensed how this could easily become something out of control, She stopped the man, she stopped the man by pushing him back. Wait, wait, you're too keen on, (laughs) I get it, but uh, let's slow the things down. She moved him to the side, and placed herself on top, sitting on his tummy. loose her sleeves, there she was again, all new, soft. She untied her hair bone, freeing her long hair into Steven's chest. The soft touch felt delicious. She kept kissing him while caressing his head with her fingers. Then his shoulders, passing her hands on his chest, moving her hips all the way back until she stabbed herself with the man's horn which stung her as a spear. provoking her to close her eyes and bite her lower lip as she started a slow but powerful sway, Steven got lost into her smooth petal book. Perfect hidden place for his steel mast. For his disenchantment, she detained the movement, smiled at him, and said, Let's try something different here. She turned around, placing herself onto the same position but giving him the back. Steven lost his breath as per the spectacular sensations on his body and the dazzling sight of her rear. He tried to place his hand on that pitched, flawless body, but just couldn't, as he didn't want to ruin that vision. As she stopped and started swinging again, he stopped that internal discussion placing both his hands into her waistline, helping her movements and pressing her down to his lap, trying to reach the ultimate last spot inside her internal geography. It was difficult for him to contain at times, as she was going quick and intense, but then slow and precise. He kept one hand on the waist and lowered down the other to feel her pitch bum. Demir felt that as a cue to perform her riding faster and faster, leading him to the place of no return. Both reached the breaking point. She kept moving a little they both ended entirely, leaving his lap all wet. After a moment she then leaned next to him on the bed, still giving him the back, he then started to caress her body and at every other touch her skin showed how she was getting the chills and also an occasional sigh At the end, Steven said I'm glad you came out of your chamber Today, we will disembark at Drury Island I want to show you the place if you have never been there. I haven't. I'll be glad to visit the place next to you, Stephen.